This podcast episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. You know how everyone tells you that the money's in the list, but nobody really tells you how to create the list. I tried MailChimp, ConvertKit, and so many others until I found Flowdesk. Flowdesk has made it so easy to design very beautiful design emails with all of their great templates and custom options. If you want to try it out and create your list, you can click the link in our listeners notes and get your free trial. And great, after the trial's over with, you'll get 50% off. And what I love the most compared to other brands is that your cost never increases based on the number of subscribers. So as your brand grows and your list grows, your price will not grow. Check it out. The link's in our bio. Now on to our episode. This is the Girl Behind the Hustle podcast, and I'm your host, Lucretia Thomas. On this podcast, we encourage, celebrate, and share stories from female founders that push you to stop playing it safe, build that business, and keep going. So if you're ready, let's hear the truth from the women behind the hustle. Hello, friends. It's Lucretia. Thank you so much for checking out the episode today. So in today's episode, it's a little bit different. It's a replay of a masterclass that I hosted on creating a content strategy that connects and converts. I'm so excited to share this with you guys today because the number one question that I'm always getting in the DMs is how to create content. How do you know what content I should be posting? What are brand pillars? What are content buckets? I don't know what to post. This is the episode, if those are your struggles, this is the episode to listen to. And I love that it's audio so you can be cleaning today, you can be moving around, you can be working, whatever you are doing, hit play, listen to this episode, pull out a notebook. I also included a quick guide, like the first step to finding your content buckets that's going to be available in the show notes. So you definitely want to go download that. It's a free guide and it kicks you off with explaining what what content buckets are and how to find the ones that make sense for your brand. I'm so excited to share with you guys. After you listen, if you have any aha moments, shoot over a quick email. I love hearing from you. You can send it over to hey girl at girlbehindthehustle.com. You can even tag us on Instagram at girlbehindthehustle or on Facebook if you're listening there and want to share it with us. Love to hear what you thought of this episode. Do you want more of these or less? All right, let's get into the episode and all things content strategy related. Pull out your notebooks, let's get to work. So the first step is to create our content buckets. That's gonna be the first step in planning our content. And if you're like, what in the world are content buckets? I talk about this a lot on here. Content buckets, basically telling people like, Instagram, this is your house. Your website, that's your house. YouTube, that's your house. Your content buckets is what you let people know what's going on in my house where to find things, what rooms are in this house. Those are your content buckets. Most of the time, if you have a website, those are probably gonna be your subheadings or your headers to show people around the website. Think about it that way. If you have a YouTube, these are probably the topics that you talk about most often. And on Instagram, these are gonna be the topics that you constantly post about. When you stick to having these content buckets, it makes it so you always have a plan with the type of content to post. And the people who are visiting your page always know what's going on. They know what to expect when they come to your house, okay? So figuring out your content buckets is one of the first things that you wanna do before planning any content for the month. 
Um, I usually recommend choosing about four to six different content buckets. A couple examples of that would be behind the scenes or your founder's story, um, empowerment, sisterhood, family, life. It just depends on your business. So your content buckets are going to be very specific to the type of business that you have. So once you take some time and kind of outline what your four to six content buckets are for your business or for your brand, starting there, that's going to be your first step. And then if you guys have any questions, definitely feel free to drop them in the question box and we'll go over those at the end, okay? Number two, what sales or promotions are you going to be running this month? So after you figure out the content buckets, the second step is figuring out what promotions do you have going on? This is probably going to be for more so a product-based business. Um, if you're an influencer, think about what campaigns you have running this month. Because some of those things, as far as sales promotions or campaigns, may have very specific dates. So we want to make note of those so that we can add that to our calendar. So think about what sales or what promotions you want to run this month. Because everything we do, we're doing it with strategy. So we're not just waking up one day and saying, hey, it feels like a good day to run a sale. No, we're going to plan those things out. And the reason why we're planning that out is so that you'll have all of your marketing materials set and ready to go in advance. You'll have your posts ready. You'll have your newsletters ready. You'll have any updates to your blog or any YouTube um, videos already done. So figure out what are going to be the promotions that you're running this month. Lakia, a campaign is going to be if you're running something special, um, if you're a product-based business, if you have a special launch coming up, um, if you're an influencer, it just depends if you're working with a brand and you have a campaign or any um, particular post that you need to post for that particular brand partnership. So those are gonna be your various campaigns. But of course, that's gonna depend on the type of page or business that you have. Okay, so that's the second step. Um, so the third step is gonna to be to review your insights. We cannot move forward until we review what worked well. So looking at your insights on Instagram is so important so that you'll know what content is performing well for your page. What's working? Because if it's not working, we want to do less of that. And what's working, we want to do more of that. So that's the, the I should have probably numbered these. That's the third step, reviewing your insights. So let's figure out what works well last month. Looking at your insights, the things you want to look at depends on the goals that you have for your page. So if one of your goals is brand awareness, you want to look at your insights and you want to be checking out what was shared the most because those things that were shared the most are the things that are increasing your brand awareness. If you have follower growth, then you want to look at what content you posted on your page resulted in increased followers. And those are things that you can see on Insights. If your goal is going to be to grow newsletters or to get people to your website, you want to look at your insights and change it to what um, resulted in profile visits. So depending on what your goals are for your page, those are the numbers that you want to pay attention to for insights. Um, is it to increase community? Then you want to look at what content you posted resulted in the highest engaged pieces. And overall, engagement is one of those things that you should definitely be reviewing monthly too when you're planning your content. So what 
post got you the most engagement? What is your audience or your community connecting with on your page? Post more of things like that. So that's something you just want to take note of. How could um, one do these steps when first starting out? Um, let's just, I think most of these steps can definitely be applied when you're first starting out with planning your content. Because when you're first starting out planning your content, you definitely want to have content buckets. And so that's going to set the tone for your brand on your website, on your YouTube, on your Instagram page. So that's definitely, I think most of these steps can definitely be applied when you're first starting out. Step number four, outline your long form content. So this is the step I see a lot of people skipping. Um, I think sometimes a lot of people focus on growing the Instagram and forgetting that you do not own Instagram at all. And so I always suggest and recommend that my clients start with your long form content, whether that's your blog, your YouTube, your podcast, those sorts of things. You want to start there and break it down from there to sprinkle on social media. And so if you have a blog, you want to outline what blog topics you're going to talk about and figuring out how often you're going to post to your blog. So if you have a blog and you're committing to maybe posting one new blog post a week, then you know for the month you need to sit down and outline four blog topics for the month. YouTube, if you're committing to maybe posting two videos weekly, then you want to pick a date to batch record those eight videos for your month so that that's done. Or if you work better weekly, then pick one date to choose to record two videos that same date so that that's already done. If you have a podcast, figuring out what date you're going to record your podcast topics. If you're committing to maybe like with the Girl Behind the Hustle podcast, we release one episode weekly. And so that means sitting down and recording, batch recording those episodes so that I have four episodes ready to go for the entire month so that I'm not rushing and feeling just this feeling of needing to hurry up and get it done. So sitting down to outline all of your long-form content for the entire month so that that's already done. Once that's done, you can then break those into bite-sized pieces to then share on social media. And you can share those pieces of content um, through you know graphics or memes. Okay, so the next step is add your content buckets to your calendar. So once you've figured out your content buckets, now we need to decide which days of the month that or which days of the week we're going to be posting about these different content buckets so if a content bucket of yours is sisterhood um lifestyle family if those are three different content buckets what you need to do is on your calendar outline which days of the week i'm going to post about these things once you've set what day of each week you're going to post about those things, you're going to rinse, recycle, repeat so that each week, you know, on Mondays, I'm going to post lifestyle on Tuesdays. I'll post about the podcast on Wednesdays. I'll share a woman you should know on Thursdays. I'll share behind the scenes or a founder story on Friday. I'm going to post like some a quick tip. Do this weekly so that you'll have a plan at the top of the week of what you're going to post. And then you also need to figure out how many times are you committing to consistently showing up on Instagram. So that's going to determine how many, um, the frequency of your content buckets. So if you have maybe five content buckets and you're committing to posting on Instagram twice a day, then that means you need to sprinkle those five content buckets around two times. Well, 
I guess it depends if you're posting Monday through Friday or the seven days a week. So it just depends on how many times you're going to recycle those content buckets based on the frequency of your posts. So if you're saying I'm going to post Monday through Friday, I have five content buckets, then we know that we're going to recycle those content buckets twice to make for a total of 10 posts. So once you figure out how frequent you want to post on Instagram, then you're going to sprinkle those content buckets to your calendar. So you'll have a plan for exactly which day you're going to post about which topic on your page. So then determine the type of content you want to post. Now this is pretty much if you depending on the sorts of things that your target market or your audience identifies with. Um, on our page, we do a lot of um, the meme posts, those get shared a lot. We'll post about our podcast by using a quote graphic or using an audiogram. You'll see a tweet graphic, but we have this outline where we know exactly the type of content that I need to create for the week so it's already determined so that I know when I go to the next step with creating and sourcing my content, I already know the exact type of content that I want to be looking for so that it's a continuous process and not something where I feel like I'm scrambling to figure out, oh my gosh, I know I want to post lifestyle, but what type of content should I post for lifestyle? Should I do a tweet? Should I do a picture? Should I do an infographic? What type of content does well for your page? And that's something that you're going to determine by also looking at your insights, looking at how people responded to posts that you previously shared on your page and determining what do you want to continue to post? What type of graphics or content works well for your page? So the next is creating and sourcing your content. So there are a couple different um, ways that you can source your content and create your content. I usually use Over to create most of our text content um, or using some of the graphics or things that I post on Twitter and bringing that over by creating a graphic in Over, um, maybe creating an audiogram, figuring out where you're going to create what type of content you're going to create or taking time out to create that content as well as sourcing your content. Um, you can also use stock images or you can use images that you're creating yourself by booking your um, like a photography session or video session where you're create taking time out of your week to create the content. I know a lot I feel like sometimes we have all of these things scheduled to post but on top of scheduling posting you have to actually on your calendar set some time aside to create the content. So don't forget to mark that in your calendar where you have your set date where you're creating or sourcing your content. So then on that next date, you can plan it. So figuring out a date that works for you to create and source your content. Finding your hashtags. So hashtag strategy is really gonna be very specific to your brand. Um, I usually recommend to have a good set. Of course, for each Instagram post, you can have up to 30 hashtags. For your stories, you can have up to 10. So you want to set aside some time to source your hashtags and find hashtags that work for you. Um, I think it's a good idea to have at least three sets that you can shuffle through. And depending on the plan or the app that you're using to plan your content out, you can save those. So with Planoly, you can have your sets of hashtags saved. So depending on the type of content that you're posting or whatever content bucket you're posting for that day, you can then have that saved. So, and you know that that content relates to this, so you'll go ahead and save and share those for those particular content. 
but this is something that you want to do in advance so that you already have the hashtags that are working and again looking at your insights you can go to each particular post and look at the details of that post and see who came to your page based on those hashtags so for each post you can go there and see okay this particular post got this many followers, not necessarily followers, but this many Instagram users on my page from these particular set of hashtags. And based on that information, you can decide which hashtag set you wanna to continue to use or if you need to switch some things up a little bit. I'm just gonna look at these questions for one second. What are some examples of content buckets? I just started a wellness blog. Um, honestly, that's really gonna depend on your particular brand. Um, just throwing out some ideas for your wellness blog. Maybe look at your website and see what tags you have already set up for your blog. So that's a good starting point. If you have a blog, looking at the tags that you've created for your content, because that's going to depend. Um, if you have some yoga, I don't know what exactly what type of wellness blog, but if you're sharing things about yoga, then maybe find some particular content bucket. Maybe yoga would be a content bucket. Um that honestly i'm sorry it's hard for me to answer that because it depends on your full picture so maybe yoga maybe something about mindset if you have a wellness blog um healthy living healthy eating it just really kind of depends on your specific uh, situation so bella how do you find the best hashtags um there's a few different ways to find hashtags i'm probably gonna do a video about that too um there are a few different ways to find hashtags um Searching based on the topic or thinking about what would your target market or target client be looking for to come across your page. So I know a lot of times people coming across our page, maybe they're looking for podcasts. So maybe that's a hashtag that I would use business podcast, women in business podcast. Um, so that's going to depend on your brand. And then you want to kind of vet and go through those hashtags, looking at the type of content that's posted under that hashtag and seeing if it aligns with your brand too. So there are a few different steps you need to take to find some good hashtags for your brand. Okay, so the next step is scheduling your posts. We want to be off of Instagram. Like it's nice to come over here and kiki and have our set schedule times to come here and kiki. But more importantly, we need to be working in our business. We need to be letting our systems run for us. So once we've done all of those sets, we want to steps prior, we want to schedule our posts. So like I said, you can save your hashtags if you're using Planoly. Um, I think later has this feature as well, um, but definitely Planoly. Lee tongue twister does have this feature where you're saving those hashtags um, and you can save that so that when you're scheduling your posts based on what we've already determined our content buckets to be based on what we've already said we're going to consistently show up to Instagram this many days a week and so we've scheduled our content buckets on our page and we've determined which days we're going to post and the times of day we're going to post then we're going to schedule our posts so that we're not on Instagram and that we have time to run our business because we're on Instagram to be in business okay so schedule your posts um, and looking at your insights too and just seeing the time of day that your um, target market is interacting with the content on your page. I usually recommend, I know Instagram has best times to post. I usually recommend going maybe an hour or so before that time because that time is the height of the time that they're on Instagram. So you want the way the algorithm works 
I know sometimes for our page, I may post something and it takes from, and this is going to depend on your page, but I know for my page, this page will post something and it takes one to two hours for it to really flow through everybody and to get um, the engagement. I have another client, I'll post something and it takes a good solid 24 hours. And, you know, sometimes you don't see engagement immediately, but within 24 hours, then I'll see a heightened engagement. So it just kind of depends. I mean, pay attention to what Instagram's saying as a suggestion, but you also just need to pay attention to what's going on in your page. But for those suggested time posts, I would say fair on scheduling your stuff maybe an hour or two um, prior to the suggested times. Because I think what Instagram is looking at when they have that suggested post time is based on the height of your target market being on there, the height of your users being on there. So if you're posting before there, by the time they're on there, that post have already done some traffic, gotten some traffic. And then like I said, once those things are done, you can relax and work in other areas in your business because your content is planned, it's scheduled automatically, you figured out your content buckets, like everything's done. And so now your social media is something that can be done, it can be automated, and then you just pop back on to do your engagement where you're engaging with other posts, you're engaging with your community and you're able to focus on other things because now your content is planned and that's flowing now you can work on the engagement piece where you can visit people in a different accounts that have the same target clients as yours and you can engage in their posts and that leaves more time for collaborations and more time to work on other things in your business all right, do you guys have any questions about anything that we just covered? Like I said, this is gonna be live on the page for 24 hours and then I'm gonna take it down. But these are the steps I do each and every month to ensure that the content is already planned and that it's already taken care of so I can focus on other things in business. And this is the exact thing if you book a strategy session, we go through these and we work through what makes sense for your brand. So it's the same steps, but the specifics are going to be different depending on your business. So much for listening to the episode today. Don't forget to download your free quick guide to finding your content buckets. That's the first step and figuring out what you should be posting on your page and on your social media accounts. So start there. It's free and it's in our listener notes. As always, until next week and we meet again, hustle and grace.